It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun. Too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network of Podcasts. You are listening to all things Transformers. Maximals, maximize! This is Optimus Prime, and you are listening to all things Transformers. Welcome to an all-new generation of all things Transformers as we get the origins of any and all Transformers fans that we can. I'm, of course, TF2 and Mike, and joining me this time around is another one of those Transmissions fellows. It is Dr. Pants. Hello, sir. How are you? Living the dream every day. Thanks for having me on here. Absolutely. Second person I, I've talked to recently that has a taco tank, so... It's a tie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tied with Carol. Mm. There are no winners anymore. It, it's a tie. <laughs> I'll take a tie. That's fine with me. It's better than losing. Ain't <laughs> that the damn truth? <laughs> Nobody wants to lose the war. Just, you know, call a ceasefire and call a truce for once. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know. On, on transmissions, I will, I will fight sometimes with Daryl over that number one spot on uh, trips to the store to show it off. Be like, all right, who's got more stuff? Who spent more money? <laughs> I listened to, as of this recording, I don't know when this episode is going to go on, uh, online, but as of this recording, I listened to the most recent alt mode when you guys are talking about the book banning and, and everything else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I may put a section of that in here somewhere because I literally laughed my ass off when Daryl was like, speaking of a book we can burn or we, we can ban. Oh and you're God. like, hey, I love that so much. Oh. It was hilarious. Daryl just knows right how to cut through me. He knows what uh-huh. gets me. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's your Brian Adams to Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. I don't well, he, he's cutting you like a knife. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess Jeremy would be sting because <laughs> I I, no, I I don't know. I don't know how any of that's gonna work. But anyway, Transformers, we're here. Uh, these first five questions are just so the audience and obviously myself can get to know you, but these are just, you know, duh questions. Did you grow up with Transformers, and at what age do you remember first noticing the franchise? So I was born in 1986, just a few months before the movie hit. And I'm going to be perfectly honest, I can't tell you when I first noticed the franchise. It's just, it's always been there for me. I've, okay. I've been watching the movie since I can remember. I, I had toys for as long as I can remember. So, like, it's it's just been there ever since I was born. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. I just I, I, I walked out of the womb with an Optimus Prime in my hand. That's that's how life started for me, apparently. Well, in nineteen eighty six it probably would have been cooler if you walked out of the womb with a Rodimus Prime, but that's just my own axe to grind. No, that's fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing. Uh, in that episode, you guys had mentioned something about Marco Polo. Somebody said something about oh Marco Polo. Yeah. And and go ahead. I was gonna say in the comic, it's Rhinox call doing Marco Polo, but he's calling out Optimus and Prime. And yep. and Waspinator says, All right, boring Autobot, but whatever. And my thought is the Transformers version of Marco Polo, at least in generation one, is Optimus Prime, Rodimus Prime, Optimus Prime, Rodimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what Transformers generation is your generation and why? Oh, this is tough because I generally find myself being a toy guy less and not as much the media, but toys. Mm -hmm. I mean, I grew up, I grew up with the G1 toys. I had a bunch of them. I remember I had Piranicon as a kid. I had all of the Seacons. I right. I remember one Christmas getting a Power Master Optimus Prime. Most of my most of my G one toys are late G one though. I had the Pretenders, I had Action Masters, and then you know there was G two. I had a lot of that, but the one that I remember most being so involved in was Beast Wars because Beast Wars came out in 1996. I was ten and I loved it. I loved Beast Wars. I loved the show. I loved the toys. So if we're gonna say what generation is mine, it's it's probably Beast Wars. Okay. All right. What other generations of Transformers do you like? I mean, I love G1. I absolutely love G1. Mm -hmm. I love the movie. I, I, I think it's hard-pressed to find a fan who doesn't love that movie in some way. Unless, I mean, I know a few people who aren't. I mean, yes, you're right. Absolutely. All of us who are fans... <laughs> Most of us love the 86 film. Right. But I have found several people who are not Transformers fans that may or may not like it. This is true. Kind of thing. But that's because they're not, you know, that's like uh, Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Or Marvel or DC or whatever. If you ain't into it, you ain't into it. And if you try it and it's not your thing, okay, it's not your thing. Go to something else that is your, you know, your 
passion, whatever. Yeah. No, I I get that. In terms of other generations, I mean, if we talk about toys, I uh, I absolutely loved Car Robots, Robots in Disguise 2001. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of the Unicron trilogy and all those toys. Everything up to probably about like 2005, I would consider like my generation of stuff. I absolutely love all of the stuff we were getting from G1 up to there. So you're not an animated Prime fan, huh? I'm going to freely admit it. I have not watched either one. Really? I Animated was difficult for me to catch and watch, and now there's not really a good way to watch it. Yes, there is. Is there? There's. It, I can think of at least two off the top of my head. Shout Factory has the complete series DVD set, and I think all of it's on 2B.TV. Oh, I think. I always forget about 2B. I always forget that's a thing. <laughs> I didn't know they released an entire DVD set for that. Yep, okay. Show Factory. Okay. Well, maybe I will check out Animated then, because I do I do love the stuff that Derek Wyatt did. Mm. Uh, he did a lot of really good stuff. As far as Transformers Prime, I tried it. I got bored. But I can see that, yeah. It might also have to do with the, the representation of the characters, because you had an Optimus and a Bumblebee very similar to the Bay movies. And I know you're going to mm. ask me about that, so I'll reserve my... Opinion of that when you get to that question. <laughs> oh, God. Do you like or loathe the Bayverse, or are you just indifferent to it? <laughs> I don't love any of it. I like some of it, and I loathe half of it. revenge of the fallen last night and age of extinction are some of the worst movies i've ever seen the original 2007 one i will still always go and say it's a fun movie it's not the worst thing i've ever seen dark of the moon i did not like on first viewing i grew to accept it and i don't hate it Mm -hmm. and Bumblebee is fun. I actually like Bumblebee. I don't love it, but I liked Bumblebee quite a bit. It was a fun movie. Right. Uh, my yeah. my biggest problem with them was actually the representation of Optimus Prime. I hated what they did to him throughout that series, and it kind of bled into Transformers Prime and so on because – yeah, everybody talks about he's a psychopath, he's a murderous jerk, just ripping people's faces off and ripping spines out of people. But I actually hated that they made him sound old and sage-like all the time, but never saying anything important. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know it's the writing, but because it's not the... It's not the performance. It's not. Peter Cullen did a great it's, job. He it's it's yeah. Optimus Prime's voice. Yeah. But the writing It's just yeah. Yeah, the writing's bad. And my problem then is in Transformers Prime, they did kind of a similar thing where they don't make him sound like a soldier like from G1. They make mm-hmm. him sound like this wise sage-like character who again, I don't know that he says anything important. And then that led to even when we got people who weren't Peter Cullen voice acting Prime they're trying to sound like that exact same prime. And that really bothers me. So I actually dislike the Bay movies because of them doing that. And also giving us a non-talking bumblebee. I hate that. 
I <laughs> so we are uh, gonna have a blockbuster summer here at All Things Transformers, and for the first time ever on this podcast, we've done. I think we did the first three. I think I know I did Revenge of the Fallen over on a different show, but I think we've talked about 2007, Revenge of the Fallen, and Dark of the Moon. After that, I don't think we talked about the other two movies before <laughs> Bumblebee. So this summer, I've mentioned this on, on other episodes recently, for Christmas this past year in 2021, I went on to Voodoo. And I'm like, I don't want physical copies. I just want digital. Okay. Seven movie collection, six movie collection, whatever the hell it was. I'm like, okay, fine. So I have all of the Bayverse movies now. Now, I remember back in the day when, you know, digital and streaming wasn't really, I mean, it was on the rise, but, you know, you still had, oh, go to Best Buy and you can get Bumblebee's face in metallic whatever for a DVD case or whatever the hell the yep. steel book, whatever it was. But like, I remember having the 2007 movie revenge of the fallen dark of the moon. I remember having physical copies of those and I have not had physical copies of those movies in forever. So I'm like, fine digital. I can get it all at once. Great. And yeah, so that'll be coming later this, this summer. Do you, okay. I already asked that one. What was your very first Transformers toy as a kid? I couldn't tell you what the first one I had as a kid, but again, like I said before, I know I had all the C-Cons, so I had Piranicon. Mm -hmm. I don't remember receiving it, so I'm going to go with it was probably Piranicon. Okay. Love Piranicon. Such a such a great combiner. Growing this is this is just this is a me question because I used to do this, but growing up, did you and your friends ever pretend to play Transformers at say school recess or something? So basically what LARPing is now, but basically you would, you know, shout out to your friends, I'm gonna be hot rod and I'm gonna save the day and you know, I, I didn't kill Optimus Prime, it was Megatron. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. We did a lot of this, but unfortunately, mm -hmm. it was never Transformers based because I did not have really many friends at all who were into Transformers as much as I was. So, wow. yeah, so we did a lot of we did a lot of were Power Rangers or oh, mm -hmm. Mega Man was big for me and my friends. We pretended to be Mega Man and stuff because we loved those games growing up. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. yeah. So we we pretend played Mega Man, but not Transformers. Yeah, very cool, very cool. All right. Who is your end-all, be-all favorite character from any Transformers incarnation? You can pick one Decepticon, one Autobot, one Maximal, one Predacon. The Decepticon and Autobot are easy. Number one Decepticon is Soundwave. I love basically every incarnation of Soundwave. The G1 in particular Great voice. He was a cassette player who made who basically ejected littler robots. Like that was awesome. His toy was great. And his performance was always cool. I love that he was loyal. And he wasn't stupid. He was actually a fairly smart character. So yeah. that was awesome. And his design's really cool. Really basic robot, but still like a great transformation. 
Uh, yeah, that transformation was so easy no matter where it was. And he had the micro change type thing because I think it's – I'm pretty sure it's in More Than Meets the Eye where Spike walks up and it, it's like he's tiny. Like he's not a normal size cassette deck. He's a micro cassette. And all of a sudden he transforms and you see his cassette deck before the transformation. You see the cassette deck getting larger and larger. And I'm like, Whoa. Um, hmm, okay then. Uh, you got you to lo- love mass shifting and how they represented that. It was uh-huh. yep. beautiful. Favorite Autobot? I'm going to be basic and just go Optimus Prime. I've always loved G1 Optimus Prime. I also loved... I loved Armada, Energon, Cybertron, Robots in Disguise 2001. Just those versions of Optimus Prime, the gung-ho leader, soldier, still kind of wise, but is still going to kick ass all over the place. I love Optimus Prime. I have Mm -hmm. probably like most toy collectors, I have more Optimus Primes than any other figure because there's a billion of them. Yeah. But I, I love Prime. Absolutely love him. Being a Beast Wars fan, you think it'd be easy for me to like come up with a favorite Maximal and... Predacon. <laughs> you know what? The Predacon's easy. My favorite Predacon, the current Transformers Beast Wars comic by IDW. It's going to be Scald. I fell in love with Scald in the comics. Scald is awesome. Great addition to the series. Really well written character. Completely new. She's just great. I want to see her succeed. Every story that's about her, I love. It's just, it's been amazing. It just sucks that it's coming to an end. Oh God, I know. Uh, I'm trying. It, like, 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 seriously. And we're gonna talk about the comics later. But like, seriously, I don't know when the license is leaving IDW. But I read somewhere that they have until the end of this year, potentially? Question mark. I don't know if that's actually true. But seriously, stopping in June, really, or July, or what? When it like really, you still have six months. You can do a whole bunch of other whatever. It, uh. I know, I know. I hey, I'm with you. I'm with you because <laughs> like the Beast Wars comic alone is the mm-hmm. reason I go to the comic book shop and pick stuff up. I love reading it, and God bless the transmissions guys that when I guest host on there, they save the Beast Wars comic for when I'm on because they're amazing yeah. for that. Oh, I, I mean, there'd be a lot of dead air between the ums, so. <laughs> you don't have me constantly commenting about, well, this is this is Beast Wars, and this is Beast Wars, and I love how they did this, mm-hmm. and blah, 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 and just fanboying all over it. And, yeah, and, and this is a reference to this, and the, oh, we didn't know that, Dr. Pants, thank you so much. It's the one time right. I can shine, where I actually know more than some of the other people in that podcast. <laughs> Who are you picking for a maximal? Let's just go Primal. You can't go wrong. Really? I love Optimus Primal. The Gary Chalk as the voice was amazing. I loved his catchphrase of that's just prime. Honestly, mm-hmm. I aside from the other ma- like the other Maximals, while Dinobot has a really great arc, I didn't like Dinobot as a character. He kind of chafed me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Rat Trap was great, but sometimes annoying. Cheetor was too young and rash, and he, I always just was like, you're a discount hot rod. That's not what I want. <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Hot take. Anybody out there tell me I'm wrong. He's, al- uh, <laughs> he's also a cheetah. They're fast. Hot Rod was fast. That's all they did. 
I have to debate this with you because I <laughs> you're not wrong, but he's not a discount hot rod. He's he's a hot rod that actually got character growth over two different animated series. Like serious. Yeah, okay, look. You, you know what? I, I, I broke, broke this. Okay, so years ago, I don't. I think it was 2009, 2010, might have been 2011. We interviewed Ian James Corlett. Like literally, I had the voice of Cheetor in my ear. Oh, and yeah. So I broke it down, and I said, "Beast Wars." Let's say season one. Yes, he is that young, rash hot rod type character by the time he hits Transmetal 2 he's going through his teenage years he's going through all of like no when he gets the jets he's you know the younger like 13 14 whatever by the time he transmutates because of the Transmetal 2 thing he's like 16 17 18 like hey you know I mean he even does that kind of stuff in this you know yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. you know and then when we get from from Transmetal 2 to reformatted in Beast Machines, he's like, let's take these bods for a test drive. Like, he's, like, in his 20s, and he's ready to become the... So he had a better, sadly, because Sunbow and whatever, he had a better Hot Rod character arc than Hot Rod ever did. You know what? I concede you are 100% correct, and I will mention... That Transmetal Cheetor was one of my favorite Beast Wars toys. The one with the jets coming out of the side. That was yep. oh, such a great toy. I loved it. Such a great toy. The only other Maximal I would probably say that I liked a lot, though, was Rhinox. Yeah. I do like Rhinox. Him and his chain guns of doom. He always, <laughs> he always seemed like he should be a peaceful bot, and then he whips out the <laughs> coolest weapon they all have. Yeah, with maces on the side because oh, the toy had a spinning mace, and we're not going to give him that, but we're going to put him on the ends of the gun for no reason. Yep. Yeah, it's just there. It's aesthetic. <laughs> it's aesthetic as hell. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, as much as his guns were awesome, the best, and I wish. So years ago, when I was on eBay one night and I was looking for various things, I found. A Generation 1 sound effect. Somebody was selling a Generation 1 sound effect CD. I've had this thing for years. I don't even know where the disc is anymore, but I have the file. I like As soon as I got the disc in the mail, I'm like, okay, I'm putting this in my computer. I'm ripping it into my – so I can – like I have clear sound – clear transform up, transform down, G1 sounds and all this. Like I want something like that for Beast Wars because to me, the best sound that came out of Beast Wars was Cheetor's gun sound. Oh, yeah. It was season one. Pew, pew, pew. It doesn't sound like pew, 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 but you know what I'm talking about, and I'm sure I'll throw it in here somewhere, but – Oh, the gut gun, the sound that he yep. makes. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, it's so cool. And I wish that somebody out there would find a way to get extra clean Beast Wars sound effects. Hmm. That would be awesome. That would be cool. All right. So you picked Optimus Primal. Which version of Optimus Primal? I'm going to make this difficult. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, Dude's got so many bodies; he keeps changing them all the time. It's true. It's true. 
probably probably the original. There is there is something really classic about that original design. I love the optimal Optimus design too. Mm-hmm. But it was it was so it felt really out of place with everyone else because he was just so gigantic. <laughs> I loved I loved the yeah. original. Just that design was really cool because it evoked Optimus Prime in a way, but it wasn't Optimus Prime. Right. And the way that it that it evoked Optimus Prime is, hey, look, I'm gonna put my mask down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The first one to give an Optimus Prime character a mouth and then a faceplate to go over it. Michael <laughs> Michael right. Bay did not start that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but Beast like literally, I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, they 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 did it. Yeah. They made the monkey look like the truck. They did it. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Whereas Michael Bay is like, no, don't take the like, don't take the faceplate off. I don't want to see his lips move. Ew. That was the problem too. He had lips. Like, why does he have <laughs> <Yeah>. lips? <laughs> He's not Overlord. He doesn't need. I was just. Lips. Dude, you're in. It's like you're in my brain. I was just gonna say, it's not like he's you know trying to be Overlord over here or anything <laughs> like that. Oh God. <sighs> oh man, are there any Transformers characters you hate or just can't stand or don't want to deal with? I know I'm gonna I'm gonna go along here a little bit with Daryl, but bear with me. But it is like Bumblebee and it's in his current like aesthetic from like the movies forward. The right. the silent uh talk with the radio kid friendly character that way. I just I do not like it. Mm-hmm. I I have no problem with G1 Bumblebee. I have no problem with yeah. any of the Bumblebees up through that. But when they turned him into I can't talk, even though he gets his voice back numerous times in the movies, they still keep him not talking. And then in Prime he doesn't talk and everything. I just I don't like that character. And I also don't like the Optimus Prime from the movies, the murderous psychopath who also sounds like a sage i i want to go back to 2005 and before prime like give me that i will give transformers prime one thing and i know you you may or may because you're on a transformers podcast i assume those of us who do transformers podcasts we at least have a general passing like i have a general passing knowledge of Rid 2001. I know I like some of the sound effects from it. I know there's a kid named Koji in it, and I know that Optimus Prime really doesn't sound like Peter Cullen anymore, but other than that, (laughs) I don't know that, like, I've seen maybe up until when Skybite appears. (laughs) I, I, I have not seen much of that show. So, my point in saying is, in Prime... When they do give him his voice back at the end of the show, spoiler for you, everyone else in the world knows this, but spoiler for you, in case you don't know, it's freaking Will Friedel. I'm like, what the hell is Batman Beyond doing coming out of Bumblebee's mouth? <laughs> Did he, that, What's Terry Mc... Yeah. Didn't he voice him in R.I.D. then because that was a sequel series? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I mean, that makes yeah. some sense. But yeah, that's a shock for everyone. I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought it was inspired casting. No, it's I, – I, I'm not going to lie. I do like his voice in R.I.D. 2015. I'm not the biggest fan yeah. of R.I.D. 2015, but 
Right. That is not one of the problems with it. He did a he did a very good job. Yeah, absolutely. Over your lifetime, as you've gotten older, did your interest in the Transformers franchise grow stronger or get weaker? It's wavered. I was a huge mm-hmm. fan of it as I was a, when I was a kid. Like I said, I mean, growing up as a young kid, the G1 toys were out, G2, Beast Wars, all that, and I absolutely love them. Uh, growing up with the Transformer series, like I, I had G1, I had G2, I had Beast Wars, and everything. I mean. The G1 movie growing up, the 86 movie, I watched it so many times. I was obsessed with it as a kid, as I'm sure a lot of other people were. And I know we could, a lot of us can claim that we know that script forwards and backwards and sideways. And I knew that, uh, it, when, when it came time to the Unicron trilogy, uh, so like 2002, 2003, I, I started to waver. I didn't watch it as much. I didn't get too many of the toys around then. I caught some episodes here and there. Yeah. I caught some episodes of Energon. I caught some episodes of Cybertron, but I wasn't really big into it. And I did waver. When the movies came out, when the first movie came out, it kind of spiked back up again for a little bit. But then again, I started to waver. It really hit me hard when Transformers started doing combiner wars okay that really got me back into collecting the toys and everything because as a kid my favorite thing were the combiners i wanted little robots that stuck together to make bigger robots so when i saw that oh man they're releasing a modern superion i always wanted a superion so i got really heavy into that and i started collecting so many toys and since then it has only gotten worse I have gotten so many Transformers toys. I am so deep into this. I've spent the past number of years spending time on the wiki, learning all this stuff that I didn't know. And this this was also the time I spent I spent a lot of it learning all about all about the Japanese series that I didn't know anything about up until a few years ago. So Yeah, no, absolutely. It it's I mean, we're coming up on 40 years of this franchise in 2024 and you know there's a lot and because it is such a rich franchise with 40 years of content there's something here for everybody and it's okay that not all of us are into these same points like there are plenty of people where i mean i guess us old fogies can feel sorry for them but there are plenty of people out there where the Bay movies are their entry point, you know, and that's okay. You know, Hey, if that's your entry point, fine, go ahead, do that and explore other things that you may or may not find that you like or not. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't, your entry point doesn't matter as long as you stick to what you like. Exactly. I mean, the, the Transformers franchise is so diverse. There's so much stuff that we've had and, those almost 40 years, it's got to be one of the, one of the franchises that's been so consistent. I feel like almost every year or every couple of years, there's some chunk of media to absorb and it's absolutely. And it's all different. So with the, with the entry point being the Bay movies, I'll bring it up. I teach high school. So Mm -hmm. most of my, most of my students are around like 14 to 18, like in that range. And they find out I love Transformers and they'll talk to me about the live action movies because <laughs> I mean, 
the 2007 movie was 15 years ago. So it came out around the time they were born and they know those movies and they love Bumblebee. They love Bumblebee who doesn't talk, who just uses the radio. And they're like, he's the best (laughs) character. And I have to look and be like, shut your mouth. I'm failing you. (laughs) Period. How dare you? I promise folks. He's not that evil of a teacher. Oh God. No, 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 (laughs) no, no, no. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if we don't, which, I mean, you and I are, I think, fairly on the same wavelength on, on a lot of this stuff. But, like, if two or three people get together and one person doesn't like what the other people like, that's fine. Let's find something else that we all can agree on and let's celebrate that. That's just, you know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Was there ever a moment in your life when you were just completely through with it all? Just, nope, not dealing with it, don't care anymore. No, I don't think there was ever a moment where I was completely out of it. Even in the worst moments of the Bay movies, like Revenge of the Fallen or Age of Extinction in The Last Night, I think I was still in it and loving it. And it just depends on how much I loved it. Um, I always enjoyed Transformers, so never at any point was I just like, nope, done with it. There's chunks of media or toys that I've been, nope, I'm done with this, but never the, yeah. never the franchise as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. That is awesome. All right. Uh, with, of course, for those of us that have a podcast, this question's a little different, but with the internet giving birth to the fans all having a voice about what they like and don't like about Transformers, do you find that your voice gets lost in the shuffle or do you just shout louder? I am a very quiet and passive observer, let me say that. Uh, doing the podcast and my own YouTube channel is really the only place I get a voice and whether people are listening to me or not, I don't really mind too much. I am one of those people who does not try to spend too much time arguing on the internet or trying to dissuade people or whatnot, unless it's a really egregious point. And it's like, hold on a minute. You're just <laughs> yeah. way off base here. Or there's somebody will post something like, what's this toy? And I'll be like, oh, I know this one. Or somebody makes a comment about not knowing some continuity. It's like, hold on, I can fill in the blanks. Otherwise, I don't I don't get too involved with it. The only time you'll hear me shout louder is when Daryl is talking about how he doesn't like something about Beast Wars and I have to <laughs> prove him wrong. <laughs> oh, man, this is yeah, that, that's awesome. What is your personal Transformers anthem song examples? But you don't have to pick these. Obviously, Stan Bush, The Touch, Dare. The Vince DiCola stuff, the movie stuff, the whatever stuff. I mean, the movie stuff is all really good. And probably I'm going to go with the touch because it played at my wedding. Wait, what? Okay. Okay. I, first of all, not my fault. (laughs) Uh, So what happened was, is one of my friends towards the end of the night went to the DJ and requested they played the touch. And that was the last song at my wedding. And we all just fell in love with it and had a blast. So I'm going to go with The Touch. Okay. But I'm also going to go with Hunger. Yes. I love Hunger. That gets my blood pumping. Plus, it's one of the coolest scenes in the 86 movie. 
Absolutely it is. Yeah, I side this is a side note, but if I was going to if I was gonna do it the way that I wanted to do it, uh <laughs> if we had planned it differently originally, my groomsman my best buddy, Steve Megatron, who this is actually his podcast. I just take it over every now and then and do these origin things. But, uh, uh, you know, he was my best man at my wedding. And my other buddy, Michael Wilson, was there. When they were going to make their entrance, I was going to play the Blake Neely song entitled Meet the Justice Society from season two of Legends of Tomorrow, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Like, it, it's that same kind of <laughs> pump up, oh my God, this is definitely WWE entrance music type of thing. <laughs> and we never did it because we weren't, we, we, we didn't get the venue that that would have happened at and mm. whatever else. But yeah, no, hey, I mean, you know. Touch is your as your ending reception song is a hell of a lot better than the B fifty twos. Yeah, you got you gotta no, go I, you gotta do something a little different. It also I, I, it went along with my best man also completely themed his speech around the idea <laughs> that they had that my wife and I had to change or transform to become one. There was a more than meets the eye reference. Like he sprinkled all of that in there because he knew. I mean, he planned my bachelor party and we turned the 86 movie into a drinking game. That was not necessarily the worst time, but some of us had a bad time. So wait, what were the rules of that? (laughs) Anytime. Hold on. I'm trying to think of uh, this was. I mean, this was 20, 2015, so it's been a while. Uh, okay. The, the one I'm going to laugh at is anytime a space butthole appears. So anytime Unicron was on screen, you had to drink. <laughs> anytime a song from the soundtrack started playing and someone called out the title and the artist before you, you had to drink. So I was pretty much exempt from that because I knew everything. You, you Yeah, you knew it all. Yeah. Anytime... More than one Transformer transformed on screen. You had to drink. Now, here's the deal. I did not think that happened that much in that movie. (laughs) Like, more than one of them at once on screen, I didn't think it happened that much. But holy crap, it happens a lot. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, so uh, I feel bad (laughs) for my friend Carl. He had a bad time. <laughs> it's a good thing Cyclonus didn't have an armada. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> oh man. All as I can think of is people would probably You know, if I was gonna do that, every time every time Hot Rod came up with a different transformation, take a drink. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! Oh Hot Rod! Uh, but we love him. We love him. Yep, most of us do. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> How often do you go back and rewatch any of the Transformers cartoons? I don't know if I can give you a, a time frame for that. I feel like I watch, I watch some form of the cartoons 
maybe like once a month, but then I'll go in spurts and I'll binge watch an entire series. But usually I'm watching an episode or the movie or something at least once a month trying to refresh myself on something. I recently mm-hmm. I recently got access to all of the Japanese Beast Wars stuff, so I'm planning a binge watch of all that here sometime soon. I know like last month I was watching through some of Car Robots. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, I... Just a couple months ago, I just needed to not deal with anything, and I just threw the movie on my TV, and I was like, okay, I'm going to lay here and play mobile games or, like, you know, Candy Crush or whatever the hell. It's, I swear to God, I, I've got my face stuck in my phone playing these games. I don't even have to look at my TV. <laughs> don't even have to look. And I said every, almost every single line in the entire Transformers The Movie from 1986 about a minute and a half before it was set on screen. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every. Every year, sometime around Thanksgiving or Christmas, whenever there's a holiday break coming up for school and we have a half day, you know what it's right. like. The kids want to watch a movie. That's what we wanted to do in school. It was like it was movie mm-hmm. day. I tell them, oh, we're going to watch Transformers. And, of course, they're expecting the 07 one. I'm like, nope. <laughs> we're watching a movie. We're watching what I want to watch. 07. <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, is – they're like, oh, it's the cartoon. But there's always a handful of them that are glued to that screen, loving it. And I'm sitting behind my computer, working on stuff while it's playing in the background. I'm like mouthing the lines the whole time uh-huh. while it's going. Yep. Oh, it's great. Yeah, there was, I believe, was 2017 the 35th? I don't know. It was one of the anniversaries. It was like the first time that they did the the theater thing. The first time they did it recently in the last couple of years. Because I know they just did it last year. But it was one of these – it was the first anniversary – like Transformers the movie back in theaters. So Karen was always very supportive of anything, the podcasting, any of my fandoms, you know, whatever. And – I wanted her to see it in the coolest place that you could see it, which is a big screen theater. So we went and (laughs) at the time I was living, we were about, I don't know, 25 minutes away from Ender from RFC. So, (laughs) so Ender was at this showing and right before it started, I'm like, okay, so how many of us are just going to, you know, be saying, you know, the lines throughout the whole thing, everybody's like, don't, just don't. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we we all just sat there and like, just, you know, Hey, 
I may not I may not have seen it as a kid, but as a thirty seven year old, I finally got to see it on the big screen, and it was awesome. And yeah, the, it that movie, man, is just it's transcendent. No matter how you, I was gonna say, no matter how you feel about like Transformers, you gotta admit some of the animation in that is just beautiful. And yet everybody wants to pick out the, oh my god, Ironhide died ten minutes ago, but yet there's his body floating in in the sit like like picking out the di- like I'm like yeah okay fine it's an animation error or. Yeah, but like, come on, let's let's sit here and celebrate how awesome that was. Like, don't sit there and poke holes in it. Uh, it's not a pinata. It's also it's, not the G one cartoon in terms of animation errors. No, there was no. <laughs> oh God, I can I can imagine it now. Instead of Optimus Prime turning gray to signify death, he turns blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, His God. His faceplate just disappears for no reason. It's just the nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would not be good. <laughs> we all love Transformers comics. Which incarnation do you love and why? The current IDW Beast Wars run. <laughs> I'll just go with that. <laughs> like... <laughs> I, I absolutely love it because it is the perfect sprinkling of nostalgia, great art, great writing, and new mm-hmm. things. While also, yeah. while also paying homage to like Beast War stuff we didn't get because we've been getting characters who weren't even in the American consumer sphere. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it Saberback showed up in the comics? Yep, Saberback and Polar Claw and. And uh, Razor other Beast. Razor Beast. Yep. Yep. And I know there's a few more coming up because they're teasing it. So, oh, of course they are. Oh, oh, god, yeah. But I also, I also love the original IDW G1 incarnation. That whole run from beginning to end is so good, so good. I'm so glad they waited 13 years to end it the way they ended it. <laughs> that that 2.0. Was yeah. Once you bring in the giant monster planet, there's no like, there's no forward from there. No, no, there is not. It's that's that is the end game, and I I respect them for doing that. It was it was great. Oh man, that that story, that arc, that that art, like Unicron never looked so good. I know, I know. I wish we could get a toy of that. That's never gonna happen. But, <laughs> nope. but man, that does Alex Milne. Mm-hmm. That, that, Them covers, man. Holy crap, man! Oh man, yeah. That that whole arc was great. It was heartbreaking too. Oh yeah, it was. Unlike it. unlike the '86 movie where still everyone died. You everybody got their moment to shine in that in that set in that series. It was so good. Yeah. I will say I do also enjoy the current IDW G1 run. I know a lot of people don't. I like what's going on right now. The Ruckley run? Yeah, I enjoy it a lot. I, I've i said this, and this is mainly for you, because I, I say this on every episode when we end up talking about the comics. 
We've covered the first three volumes of the trade, so I think it's up to issue 24, maybe, or 20. I don't know. It's just under the first 30 issues that I've read, and I am so... I was so lost, and I need to catch up with it. I need to give it another try, but I just didn't know where he was going with it and you know what maybe volume four and five and whatever other things they get to do before idw no longer has it you know you know what i'll give it another shot but i was so lost it's so it's definitely written to be very i mean ruckley is a novelist that's what he was before doing this and it feels like okay. reading a novel. It feels like he's trying to weave all these stories together in a long form book, but it's a comic book issue to issue. It seems like nothing. And yeah, you get completely lost. I think if you go back when this whole thing is done and you're able to read it as a collected set, I think mm-hmm. it'll work a lot better. I'm really disappointed though, because I feel he has been setting up some amazing things that because it's ending so soon, I don't think it's going to play out at, like all the way. Oh, well, that sucks. But there is a lot of really good moments, and there's a, we've gotten some really good artists out of it, too. Mm. Yeah. That's one thing I, you know, obviously the, the art teams on More Than Meets the Eye and RID and, and all that and all the other, like Windblade and all of that and everything else. That's one thing I've liked about IDW when they go off from the main ongoing and do something like, let's say... Uh, Transformers Ghostbusters or or Transformers Back to the Future or Transformers My Little Pony. Like, you give people an opportunity that wouldn't... Like, that's one of the reasons why, even though it was only... What was it? Six issues? No, it was 12 issues total. Like, Galaxies? Galaxies should have never gone away because you gave creative teams that would not normally get a chance to do something with it you gave them a chance to do something with it. 100% agree. Galaxies was great for what it did. And also, mm-hmm. I like that they did kind of self-contained stories in only a few issues. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. How big is your Transformers toy collection? I mean, I haven't gotten out the yardstick in a while, if that's what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> 200 500 1400 uh it's it's not it's not that big i'm not pulling <laughs> i'm not pulling daryl levels of toys or anything uh we can probably go with what's out here probably like 200 to 300 we'll go with that and the other 700 in storage folks <laughs> There's, there's quite a bit in storage, but most of those are also from childhood. They're junkers, missing parts, yeah. things like that. Yeah. yeah. Things that don't look as sexy on the shelf. <laughs> How do you feel about non-transforming Transformers like Funko? If you – I'm pretty sure one of the other guys said this exact thing, or maybe you even commented on it, but – up until a, a month or so ago, I wouldn't have had a big problem with Funko. Yeah, that's, yeah. But then they did their NFT I, thing, and it's like, ugh, why? And it's, the sad thing is, it's not just them. I know. 
I know. It's, and this is so stupid. It's not just them. And like, I saw DC doing it. I saw, I want to say I saw one of the fast food restaurants do it. Like I got an advertisement in Instagram and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Why is this like? It shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be a thing. No. To answer no. to answer the question, though, I actually do own a couple of Funko Pops. None of them are Transformers. My wife is actually a big collector. Okay. And she'll find some on occasion of, like, characters I like. But in terms of non-transforming Transformers, I own very, very few. Mm-hmm. As I said earlier, I'm a big toy guy, more so than the media. And the thing I love about the toys is the transformation aspect. Because the engineering behind some of these things is mind-blowing. Yeah, it is. So absolutely. I, so I, I have toys for characters I could not care less about. There are so many movie toys I own for characters who never, <laughs> who aren't even characters. It was just like, hey, we're gonna call this one like Stormhammer or Cloudhammer. I don't even remember his name, but I love the toy because it's interesting. I do own the red figure for Soundwave though because he is my favorite Decepticon I have an entire collection of Soundwave figures so I got the red version of him and I gotta say it is a cool figure if you like the character and you just want a good animation representation the red figures are a good way to go yeah that's why I love that the new uh, Jada Toys like 18 set for like under 30 bucks of the die cast collect like like from like yes Growing up in the eighties, I was I was four when the cartoon hit. You know, so I was right in that sweet spot from eighty four to eighty seven of the child, like the kid cartoon thing. And while I love transforming the Transformers forty years ago, I, I'm too old for that shit now. I just want to have the characters. <laughs> I I get you. I, I, I just want to have my family, like the two coolest characters that they've ever done. Non-transforming transformers of was shock. Both of them were shockwave. One was the mighty mug shockwave. And the other is the Funko pop shockwave (laughs) because it's shockwave. And how do you adapt the mighty mug style or the Funko pop style to that character? And both of them, have hoses on that gun. <laughs> they both, even the Mighty Mugs has the hose? Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, say what you will about, and, and we have and we will continue to say, like, come on, Funko, DC. I don't think it's McDonald's, but I forget. But like, seriously, I never thought I would get, like, Advertisement here. Buy this, and you can get this NFT. No. Yep. Yep. The only way I am ever getting that Funko Pop hot rod is if I see somebody with them holding the thing in their hand. I went on eBay, and I'm like, five hundred bucks for hot rod. I'm like, okay, read the description. It's just for the blah blah. It's just for the the the, the fake. I'm like, oh my God. I can take a screen cap. Like, I don't need. <laughs> I, 
I want real things to hold in my hands. I don't need it on a computer screen. I could Google search it if I wanted to. Exactly. I I can Google search it. I can throw in either the 20th anniversary Sony DVD release or I can pull up the 30th anniversary Shout Factory DVD release and take a million different screen caps on my own. Give me the physical thing. Fake digital things ruining the environment. <laughs> okay, so speaking of quote unquote ruining the environment, <laughs> what is the one Transformers toy you could never part with ever? So, the way I describe this to people is the house is on fire, every human, every pet, every thing that you absolutely love in the world is safe, but the house is on fire. What's the one, what's the one Transformers toy you'd run in and save? Oh, God. Uh, there's a couple of options, but I will probably go with... I'm going to go with my R.I.D. 2001 Omega Prime. Really? I That was, that was a grail figure for me for years, because I had the R.I.D. 2001 Prime. I had the fire truck. Mm-hmm. I never got an Ultra Magnus, and years down the road when I wanted to get one, I could not really source one out. It was too expensive, and I got lucky one day on eBay, and I found two listings for Junker Ultra Magnuses that together would make a complete one that had the full tires and everything, and I said, this is my chance. So it's probably the one figure I spent more time trying to put together than any of them that I wanted for longer than any other toy. Wow. If, if I still owned any of my toys from when I was little, it would probably be one of those. But unfortunately one time when I was younger, I didn't clean my room and my mom threw out all my transformers. Well, there goes question 20. So I'll ask that here. Do you have a, my parents got rid of my toys story. That's the story. (laughs) There you go. I, the thing is, I don't even remember the story. I just know that, like, I don't have my Piranicon every, anymore, but I know I had it. I had a Power Master Optimus Prime. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> and it stands to reason that, yeah, I didn't clean my room. I was real lazy. So the story adds up. So I'm just going to yeah. say that's what happened. And over the last 14 years, everybody listening to the sound of my voice has heard me tell this, but... When I was a kid, I come from divorced parents. They divorced when I was two years old in 82. So I lived with my mom full time and I would go visit my dad whenever he had, you know, visitation, whatever, you know. And most of the time, all of the good guys were at my mom's house and all of the bad guys were at my dad's house. I had Castle Grayskull. I had every single Masters figure that you could possibly think of. I had Snake Mountain. The only thing I'd never had was the palace. So Snake Mountain and all the villains, except for maybe one or two, were at my dad's house. And Castle Grayskull and all the heroes, except for maybe one or two, were at my mom's house. At one point, when I was six years old in 1986, my dad said, you're too old to play with toys, and he sold them all. Oh. (laughs) And I don't don't even know what he got for them, but I mean, you think of those toys in 1986 prices, you ain't getting much. No. I mean, that's that's like trying to sell a CD, any CD today to to a used CD. Like, I'll give you a buck 50 for that, you know, copy of insert album here yeah 
you know, so eh, it is what it is. My dad will comment every now and then because he knows that I still collect stuff and he'll ask me like if I picked up anything good lately because mm-hmm. he, he doesn't know it, but he likes to hear me talk about it and he'll he'll recollect and be like, I really wish we hadn't sold all your transformers. Cause they'd probably, <laughs> they might be worth something now. And I'd be like, they'd be worth something sentimentally. I wouldn't have to be, yeah. I wouldn't have had to spend like over a hundred dollars to get a really good looking original power master Optimus prime. Cause you threw mine away. <laughs> That's the other thing. When I found, when I quote unquote found eBay in 2006, at the time I was working for a place that, paid me ungodly amounts of money for doing the stupidest job in the world, but it had to be done. And I was like, I want to reclaim my childhood. $125 for original G1 84 Optimus. Sure. $110 for blaster. $140 for G1. I'm like, sure. Fine. What? Like I spent for maybe five figures. I spent just under $400 in 2006. (laughs) (laughs) The price so, of childhood. That's right. Michael Bay didn't rape it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh, he he did piss all over it, but he didn't rape it. No, no, that was Bumblebee. He uh he pissed all that's over what, John yeah. Tur- yeah, John Totoro. <laughs> yeah. Turtle t- uh, not turtle t- uh Totoro, yeah. Totoro, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Uh what was speaking of most money? What was the most money you spent on a Transformers toy or toy item? Probably, probably my third party uh, power baser from Fans Hobby. I have the power baser and God armor to make the mass the masterpiece scale God Jinrai. So that's probably the most expensive piece because each one was over one fifty. So together it's. 350 just about that's probably the most expensive piece wow. very cool very cool i love that piece so cool too mm-hmm. if you could voice any transformers character who would it be and why Ooh, ooh! i should have prepared for this i should have listened to like the other podcast and remember the questions yeah so i had some thought in mind <laughs> <laughs> if I could voice any Transformers character, ooh, I would have to say I would actually probably love to do Tarantulas. I think I would have a blast with that character. All right, give me a sample. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Now you're going to ask me to do this. I put Charles on the spot with Blaster. You think I'm not going to put oh you on the spot God. saying you want to do Tarantulas? I didn't. I didn't get that far. Um, <laughs> let's see if I can do this. Um, you look so tasty after I'm done we- webbing my way around and experimenting on your body. I'll suck the fluid straight through your optics. <laughs> oh God. I have really, really bad shades of the web. Oh, I hated that episode. I like the episode, but the, just yeah. his creepiness with Cheetor just like freaks me out. Ugh. Oh, it's oh, but I love him so much. Oh God, he's such a cool character. It's so much fun. <laughs> Who is your favorite Transformers actor? Obviously, this means voice actor, but you know. Hmm. 
They're all actors. Yeah, you're right. Gary Chalk. I'm going to go with Gary Chalk because I say this a lot of times because of my distaste for the current trend of Optimus Prime. I want to hear a Gary Chalk-esque Optimus Prime again, where he sounds younger, where he sounds more brash, and sounds more like a fighter. I think he did a really good job of being an Optimus Prime without sounding like Peter Cullen. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it... I'm not, I mean, I've talked to Gary Chalk in the past, so, you know, not to insult you, Gary, or anything like that, but it's similar to how he normally, I mean, yes, he does put on a performance with it, but it's very similar to his own voice, his normal everyday voice. It's just kind of deep from the back, like the, obviously what I'm sounding like now is not what he sounds like, but I'm saying it's that motion of bringing something up from the bottom of your soul. Right. He's putting more power behind it. And yeah, you know what? That honestly, that doesn't bother me with some voice actors. Like if it's just your normal speaking voice or it sounds like you perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Not everyone can be a chameleon and blend into every role. And you were just like, how the hell is that person? How do they sound like that? Yeah. Yeah, how is Fred Jones talking to Megatron? I I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so it can't be anything that may or may not be announced. It can't be anything that may be in the works. But what is your dream Transformers masterpiece figure? They haven't done it yet. <laughs> So the funny thing with this is, is I've kind of fallen out of the masterpiece collecting thing because it's it's really expensive. So if they made my dream right. figure, would I even buy it? You know what? You know what? I'm just going to go there. My dream masterpiece figure would be an official Power Master Optimus Prime. That is my go-to Optimus Prime. He was my first one. It's always my favorite version. I would love to see what an official Power Master Optimus Prime figure would look like. I completely agree. Where do you stand on the Rumble is Blue, Frenzy is Red, or Rumble is Red, Frenzy is Blue debate? Funny you bring that up, because the Transmissions guys and I were recording a video last night. We were playing the deck-building game on Tabletop Simulator, and we saw both Frenzy and Rumble, and in the card game, Frenzy is red, Rumble is... Or no, sorry. Rumble is red, Frenzy is blue. So it's... Yeah. I am on the opposite side, because the movie is so ingrained in my brain in the cartoon. It's always going to be Rumble is blue and Frenzy is red. That's just where it is. Now, I'm also not one of those people who's going to shout from the rooftops like, no, you're wrong. I don't care what the comic books or toys said. I respect other people's opinions. But if you say rumble, I'm going to picture a blue robot. Yeah. And the same thing with me. Like, I grew up with cartoon logic. I've never. So my other podcast, The Pull Bag, which has been going on for nine years now, we have only ever covered... You, Transformers Marvel US Volume 1, which I believe IDW did reprints of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So Volume 1 has Optimus Prime on the cover. It covers, I think, up to 
issue 14 or 13 or whatever. So I've only ever read that. We have plans to read the rest of Marvel US in the future later this year on all things Transformers in the pull bag. But yeah, for me, cartoon logic is is the best logic, purple and black. You can have it in any color as long as it's purple and black. Yeah. It's going to be a Decepticon the rest of your life. If you could create any Transformers fiction, toy, cartoon, comic, etc., what would it be and what story would you want to tell with it? I want to say I'm not the creative type, and this is not my thing, despite the fact I wanted to be a storyteller as a like younger, I wanted to write and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If I could if I could tell any story or do anything, I would do something entirely brand new. I don't want to just stick to G1 because that's another thing I have. I kind of – I enjoy the aspects of other shows we've gotten like Beast Wars and Car Robots slash R.I.D. and uh, Armada that they're telling a different story and kind of using some of the old characters, at least in name. So I would want to do that kind of project. I think what I would imagine is I would want to do a kind of galaxy-spanning version of the Civil War – but have it be a new incarnation of the Transformers, have them fighting across different planets and galaxies. Cause I want a sci-fi show. I love sci-fi and I don't need the humans. I don't need that. I'd rather see them in different environments, maybe looking for resources, maybe just taking the fight different places. And I would want to see them develop new characters, new alt modes. They don't have to be entirely earth forms. They can be somewhat like it, but give me something different. I don't want to see Bumblebee, Optimus Prime, Megatron, Starscream. I want new characters. I want new environments, new scenarios. I just want a new story in general. But I would still want it to be mechanical, and I would still want it to be sci-fi. And you can still do the war, but keep the humans out of it. It doesn't have to go to Earth. Make it. The Transformers are a sci-fi story it is they are a, an alien race let's bring more aliens into it kind of like how idw did the council of worlds thing and we had the black mm-hmm. block consortia and everything like let's expand on that let's tell more about this universe absolutely and the only thing i can think of that is ex- i mean it's not exactly what you're saying but it is like the most original Transformers idea ever is because the only thing that connects it to Cybertron is that an Energon blast hit a mall in suburbia. Oh. <laughs> I love the bot bots. <laughs> I've, I've watched the first episode and I really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. Yeah. The other nine episodes, you're. I think you're going to enjoy them if you enjoyed the first one. I have so many ideas and things that I want to say about that show, but I want to wait until I can find someone who doesn't just outright hate it and and quit watching it after six episodes or what you know, whatever. So, I'm not saying you have to love it. You can criticize it. Obviously, there's going to be critiques, but each episode, as I'm watching it, I'm like. Yeah, I relate to that. Yeah, I relate to that. <laughs> oh, this happened when I was in high school. Because uh, you take that show, okay, like I said, and I've said this on every episode so far that I've done with the Origins lately. 
The only thing that has to do with Transformers, Cybertron, blah, 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 is the fact that the, MP, the, the Energon Blast hits them all and they all turn into Transformers. The rest of it is mall culture and essentially high school culture because, you know, you got the jocks, you got the geeks, you got the janitorials, you've got all these squads, you know, that are all these cliques. And that's what high school was for most people was a bunch of cliques. And sometimes you didn't belong to any clique and you created your own and you rose up and defeated everybody else. I don't know. You know, it's like I have so many thoughts on that. I, it's a whole other episode. Uh, I want to finish it at some point. Uh, I am just, I am terrible at watching things. I resort to watching the same old stuff all the time, but yeah, it's, it's short. I know that if I, if I sat down yeah. and I was working on building a model kit or something, I could just throw it up and watch it while I'm doing that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I blitzed through it within maybe, I mean, they're what, 20, well, they're, they're, they're 22 minutes and it's 10 episodes. I maybe got through it. Before lunchtime, one more. I think the morning it debuted, I was done by noon Pacific time. So <laughs> there you go. It doesn't. It doesn't. And it's so. Fu- it really is so fun and so so interesting and cool. All right. Uh, second to last question: If you could live on any Transformers world that you wanted to, obviously, you know the whole. Being able to breathe should go without saying, but, you know, if you could live on any Transformers world that you would want to, where would you want to live? And basically, I'm going to, you know, throw the IDW colonies at you, essentially, because, I mean, that's really the only worlds that I really know off the top of my head. Mm, That's a tough one, too. Man, oh, man. (laughs) That's a new question, actually. Just started this episode. Oh, crap. (laughs) I couldn't even prepare for this. No! (laughs) Uh, like, would you want to live on Velocitron with all the speed people? Would you want to live on Eucharis? Well, you, yeah, you'd probably want to live would, on Eucharis with the beasts. I would, I would actually say it would probably be Eucharis or, or whatever the colony is with all the headmasters and target masters, because at least there'd be robots my size. <laughs> so we'll, we'll go with one of those two. I would love Eucharis just for having animal robots everywhere because, oh man, that's that's just amazing. But whatever whatever the colony is, is there a micro colony? There has to be one. Yeah, there's yeah the uh, Prion, the colony of Micro Micronus Prime, formerly home to a civilization of Minicons. Okay, produced or three size. Or there's Planet Master. From yep. the G1 continuity where you got all the target masters and headmasters. So one of those, that would be that'd be fine. <laughs> I could live with that. I don't want to be anywhere else because everything else is too big and everything else is at war. So <laughs> And definitely not Velocitron. I am not built for speed. If I if I were a vehicle, I'm a minivan. I am like comfort all the way. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, dude, I, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want this to sound. I love you, man. <laughs> everything you've said, like I can equate it to anything. Like seriously, future Mike here. I have actually looked it up, and I guess I should have remembered this. But "Built for Comfort" is a Willie Dixon song. Blackstone Cherry, Southern Rock, Kentucky Boys. 
They've been around since 2001. They did a cover of Built for Comfort. And you sitting there saying, you're not built for speed. I've got that song stuck in my head. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God. So fun. Final question. What is the one piece of advice that you'd give the Transformers fandom and Transformers collectors in general? Let people have fun. Let them enjoy their stuff. There's no reason to fight over stuff. I mean, you see figure reveals anymore, and I, I want to be excited about figure reveals, and then there's a bunch of people who are like, oh, this looks awful, blah, blah, look at this, look at this, and they're nitpicking it. It's like, just, just let us enjoy our stuff. Not all, of us, not all of us can be masterpiece collectors. Not all of us can, you know, uh, get fans' toys and have, like, screen accurate things like some of us just want to buy the normal toys and enjoy it some of us just want to watch these shows and enjoy it i I, again i know there's people out there who don't like beast wars just because it wasn't the transformers they know like if it's not what you like that's fine let other people enjoy it if it's not hurting anyone who cares who Mm -hmm. cares just let's all have fun and enjoy it you know everyone that's everyone's answer essentially is, you know, let people enjoy the fandom. And the other thing, you know, earlier about the, you know, the just shout louder question is that that's more so for like when we were all joining TFW 2005 years, like the old message board stuff where it's like, like, I know I wouldn't, I think, I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the transmissions discord has an introduce yourself thread or something. Most of the threads on discord have an introduction, like introduce yourself, tell us about yours. You know, I can go on there and say, Oh, I've, like Transformers since 1984 and I like this and I like that. And Rodimus prime is the superior leader to Optimus prime in my personal opinion and blah, 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 blah. But then you have someone come along and say, well, your opinion's wrong. (laughs) I'm just like, opinions can't be right or wrong. They're just opinions. Like, it's... It's not like saying that Optimus Prime has never died, which is an incorrect fact. Yeah, like, that. that's that's factually inaccurate. Yes, he has died and died and died and died because... But (laughs) they want to have every single six-year-old hiding in the closet. (laughs) Exactly. But you can't argue with why someone enjoys a character or why they think they're better than another character. It's all subjective. Yeah. Just let them enjoy their stuff. Um, the Transmissions Discord does not have an introduce yourself. I am actually... Okay. I am not super familiar with the Discord. I don't spend a lot of time on it. And okay. I've been uh, I've been guest hosting on there now for... Oh my god. I'm, it might be close to two years now. Cool. I think it was during the pandemic... Around uh, June or July of the of 2020, they first asked me to hop on. So, very cool, very cool. Yeah. Well, you can always come back and talk Transformers with us too if you want to. It's all it's all up to you. My so I will always say that I would love to talk Transformers with anyone. As I've said, I have my own YouTube channel. We do mostly gaming and other nerdy things. Most of my okay. other most of my other hosts are not big into Transformers, so I don't get to talk about it much there. Transmissions has given me an outlet, and this has given me an outlet, and I gotta say, man, this has been a blast. I've had an absolute, just ton of fun talking with you. So absolutely, it's that's that's what it's all about. That's why 
again, for those who are out there listening, you all have heard me say this a million times. I created the G- I now term it the GCRN Origins, Geekcast Radio Network Origins. I created that originally in my comic book podcast, The Pullback, because I didn't just want to be another comic book podcast where we reviewed every single legendary DC story or every single Marvel legend story. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to ask people questions about comic books and reading comics and whatever else. Well, since then... I, in 2016, I started applying it to Transformers. So instead of 25 questions about comics, it was 25 or 26. And it's actually expanding now into 30. But, you know, questions about Transformers and, you know, why you're a fan and why you like it. And I have one about toy, just toy collecting in general. That one, (laughs) that one is a little deep. That took six of us about three months. We came up with 42 questions about toy collecting. Oh, my God. (laughs) Those episodes run at least three hours recording. After editing final total time, most of them are at least an hour and 30 minutes to two hours and 45 minutes. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, it it depends on the stories that people tell. I mean, you know, this is this right now without editing because obviously this will be edited is at an hour and 20 minutes and almost 10 seconds, you know? Yeah. And it just depends on what the answers are and what stories people have. Like some people like you haven't really, like most people will say like, you know, was there ever a point where you just dropped it? Yep. I turned 15 and I found girls and transformers didn't matter. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's the, it's the standard teenage boy or girl, you know, question type thing. You know, so I mean, it, it is what it is, and it's it's a lot of fun, and I love doing it. And I just, I don't know. You got to do what you love. Yep, that's, that's why we do these things. It's just fun. Yeah, absolutely. We wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. Yeah, exactly. So we're gonna take a quick break. You're gonna hear some other ads and other things from other networks and probably other shows for for us here at GCRN. And we'll come back to close the show after this. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Mark Who 42's Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website 
and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Mark Who42's Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. What was that universal greeting again? Never mind, I remember. Ba weep grana, weep ninibong. Hey guys, it's Rodimus Primal, and be sure to check out my YouTube channel. Join me as I have Transformers discussions, retrospectives, toy reviews, and more. You can also follow me on Twitter at Rodimus Primal, as well as Facebook and Instagram at Rodimus Primal Show. Transform and roll out, and be sure to check out my content till all are one. Last big party of the summer, folks. Let's go out with a bang. Hello, geeks and geekettes. Looking for a podcast that covers a vast array of topics? Then check out Altered Geek Unleashed, where we discuss our thoughts on this week's geeky news, tech, gaming, television shows, movies, cartoons, comics, and more. So, get altered, get geeky with the Altered Geeks, every Friday on the GeekCast Radio Network. You are receiving this transmission from The Rod Pod. Upload pending. Stand by for soundtrack transfer. I am Maggie. And I am John. And we are trapped, hurtling through space in a ship shaped like Rodimus's head. The ship, for reasons we haven't been able to determine, contains the entire run of the IDW Transformers Phase 2 comic. Which chronicle the events following the end of the war between the Autobots and Decepticons. So we figure we may as well read them all in order and report our findings to you. Stand by. Stand by. Upload complete now. Rod Pod. Look for us at marriedwcomics.libsyn.com, at iTunes, at Stitcher, or wherever good podcasts can be found. So, uh, till all are one. Till all are one. Till all are one. Discover a world of vintage and modern toys that's more than meets the eye with the Triple Takeover Toycast. Hosted by toy writers and photographers Toybox Soapbox, 6-0 and TF Square One, this informal and chilled out series of discussions cover everything from vintage Transformers to Mask, Diaclone, Microman and more, be it nostalgic or current. Whether you're a seasoned collector or a casual robot enthusiast, all are welcome. Triple Takeover Toycast. Hello all sentient beings! Want the latest on everything going on in the Transformers multiverse? Check out the Transmissions Podcast Network. We've got weekly podcasts covering everything from Alpha Trion to Omega Supreme. From old school G1 all the way up to Cyberverse and beyond. And you don't want to miss Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers live play role-playing game podcast. If you love Transformers, there's something for everyone at TransmissionsPodcast.com. All right, we're back here on All Things Transformers with the origins of Dr. Pants. And I think the last question before you promote your YouTube channel is, why are you a 
Doctor of Pants. Where did the name come from? <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's fair. I get this question a lot. Uh, first of all, the full name is Dr. Reginald C. Pants, Esquire the Fourth. But Dr. Pants is fine. I'll go with that. The whole name came from the fact that when I was in high school, one of my best friends, uh, we, we were both named Scott. Okay. So we could not go, we could not go by our first names. We went by our last names. And uh, my last name being Swank, I got called Swanky a lot, which okay. evolved which evolved into Swanky Pants, and that stuck like that for years. I was in college with a couple of my best friends, and they called me Swanky Pants a lot. And one day, my oldest best friend just looked at me and went, "Doctor Pants," and it just stuck. It's it is it is my name on the internet. It's my name on my YouTube channel. It is what my license plate says. <laughs> it is. It's just me. I am Doctor Pants. There you go, folks. That's the the story of Doctor Pants. So your YouTube channel. What is that all about for the listeners? So Nerdstradamus is a YouTube channel my friends and I started back in 2016. We are still going. It is mostly a gaming channel. We do all kinds of stuff. We don't we don't just play games. We do play games, but it's not just that. We'll talk about trends in gaming. We'll talk about news in gaming. We'll talk about upcoming games we're excited about. Uh, we'll just sit there and BS about whatever random topic we want. And we will do other nerdy things. Like we've talked about comic books in the past. We've talked about movies. We do music videos because my main co-host, he is a musician and he loves to do music. So we've done covers of different things. And for this one, I'll just throw it out there. This past March, we did a cover of the Beast Wars theme song. Not just the U.S. version. We did the Canadian version, too, because it's different. Yeah, (laughs) it's very different. (laughs) Yeah, but we do we do play video games. We do stream. We stream almost every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes we might start a little bit earlier, especially over the summer, because he and I are both teachers. And during the summer, we're free to do what we want, kind of. But that is uh, that's what our channel's about. It's just it's just a bunch of guys just having fun doing nerdy things. And it's the same comment I made before. We're just there to have fun. We're not there to criticize anyone. We just want everyone to enjoy what they want to enjoy. Absolutely. I will have links to Dr. Pants' YouTube channel and his Twitter and anything else he wants to send my way so people can interact with him there. I remember, I think they, did they play it on the, when when you first met, I know you mentioned this on transmissions recently. Did they, did 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 you guys play it on the podcast? Didn't they play it? Like, I I remember hearing it, but I don't remember actually watching the video on your channel. Yeah, they they played. Okay. I don't know if they played a clip of it or if they played the whole song, but they did play it on the podcast. Okay. When I heard that, I'm like, oh, very, very cool. And then I'm like, have you heard? The first thought to myself was, have you heard about this guy? So there's a guy out there, I believe... His first name is pronounced Niall Niall Stenson. He does guitar covers, and he has the sickest Beast Wars U.S. theme guitar cover I have ever heard. I will send you the link Please after do. this, but oh my god, it's amazing. 
All right, folks, thank you for joining us here on All Things Transformers. If you'd like to get in contact with us, leave feedback for the show. There are several ways to do so. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. Send any email to feedback at geekcastradio.com. Here are all the ways you can listen to us nowadays. Apple and Google Podcasts, leave us reviews, please. Spotify, where apparently you can give us star ratings now, because they just added that recently. And any other podcasting client you choose to use. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio for the network at all things TFV3 for the show. I am at TFG and Mike. What is your Twitter, sir? Dr. Pants1412. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Geekcast Radio Network. You can also check out all things Transformers V3 over there as well. For now, I am TFG and Mike with Dr. Pants saying we hope you'll transform and transcend with us next time here on All Things Transformers. I wish to speak to my lawyer.